0: An Eatonville Saga, Season 3, A Year of High Anxiety, Episode 1, The Rocky Road Ahead. Here's our storyteller, N.Y. Nathiri.
1: If November and December of 1987 are characterized as emotion-filled months, The beginning of Eatonville's struggle against Orange County, Florida's community busting road project, then January through December of 1988 should be called a year of high anxiety. For we at PEC had to accomplish two things. First, we had to make the case to support the opposition to the five laning of East Kennedy Boulevard, Lake Avenue, while at the same time, we had to take all necessary steps to preserve the Eatonville community, utilizing historic preservation best practices. Practically speaking, we had to walk very, very fast while chewing gum very vigorously. Making the case, supporting the opposition to the five-laning of East Kennedy Boulevard, Lake Avenue, involved multiple strategies. One, we had to keep our newly formed coalition active and energized. Two, we had to do all we could to ensure that the Orange County community at large understood our position. Three, we had to meet individually with the Orange County commissioners, with our state representative, with our congressional representative, with elected and civic leaders in Orlando. Four, we had to identify natural allies, Those who would support our efforts publicly, as well as those who would support us but who could not afford to have their support known publicly. And five, we had to collect 50,000 signatures from our Orange County voters by the end of January 1988. That's right, dear listener 50,000 Orange County voters. We had announced that goal at our first organizing meeting on December 7, 1987. Our first order of business then was to publicize, publicize, publicize. Dear listener, do you remember the name Dee Voorhees? She was one of the signatories on the PEC's Articles of Incorporations paperwork and the secretary for the Church of the Good Shepherd. Well, she connected us with her out-of-state friend, who was a t-shirt vendor. He agreed to accept a small deposit and have us pay installments as we could. Our message on the t-shirt was, celebrating over 100 years of freedom and self-government, help preserve the Eatonville community, and then my home phone number, 407-628-2308. And we had him print hundreds of them, adult size to toddler size, in every color except black because it costs more than to print on black. As I recall, we sold the adult sizes for $5 and the kids for $3. Now, these t-shirts, dear listener, were our walk-around tactic. Our drive-around tactic was the bumper sticker. The message on our very bright orange bumper sticker with bold lettering was, the Orange County Commission doesn't listen to the people, PEC 88. Remember Margaret Shalang, our edgy grassroots Maitland activist? Well, she coordinated the printing of thousands of them. So you were apt to see that message anywhere on all manner of motor vehicles. And to collect those 50,000 signatures, we had to attend a whole lot of church services, knock on many a door, station ourselves in laundromats wherever they were located. In short, we had to be everywhere doing everything all the time. Now, what you just heard, dear listener, was the very public grassroots activism. At the same time, P.E.C. had to implement a more nuanced strategy, meeting individually with our elected officials, whom we felt it's strategic to engage with so that we could explain our position. As P.E.C. prepared to make these appointments, I received two pieces of advice, one from my Maitland mentor, the marvelous Mrs. Germaine Marvel, and one from my Etonville political mentor, Councilwoman Ada Sims. Both stressed the need for my becoming more aggressive as a PEC spokesperson, but their advice came from differing perspectives. Mrs. Germaine Marvel was a woman who took positions. She dared to occupy space as a woman in a man's world. In fact, she had run for a Maitland City Council seat and had been thwarted, she believed, by the powerful Maitland Rotary Club, who back in those days had a no female member policy. Mrs. Marvel wanted me to push myself forward as a calm, clear-eyed African-American woman representing the Eatonville-Maitland Coalition. Eatonville Councilwoman Ada Sims also championed my leadership. And while she did so, she advised me, Never have a private sit-down with elected officials by yourself. Always take someone with you so you have a witness to what you have said. So with that advice, I moved forward. And here, dear listener, I want to refer to three appointments, which I recollect vividly because these appointments were, for me, emblematic of Eaton Joe's position, that of being represented By persons for whom our community seemed to have no particular priority. What I recall most about meeting with Orange County Commissioner Vera Carter, the first woman elected to the Orange County Board of County Commissioners, known for environmental activism, a person we thought might be open to our position, was her quiet demeanor during our short time together and her parting words something to the effect, if it be the will of God. We also had a correct appointment with Eatonville's State Representative, Fran Carlton. However, the appointment I most remember is the one that we had with Congressional Representative Bill McCollum. His district office was located on Lee Road, not more than a five-minute drive from Eatonville. We had asked to meet with him because we wanted him to research if any federal dollars were being used to fund the Orange County Road project. As Congressman McCullum and his staffer sat with us, his body language and the words he spoke made me think to myself, for him, Eatonville might as well be Timbuktu. He seemed so uninterested in what we were saying. Meeting with our elected officials seemed like we had As my mother's mother used to say, a long road to hoe and a dull hoe to hoe it with. Now, dear listener, while we were busy with our public relations campaign, we still had to learn as much as we could, as quickly as we could, about how to move forward with Eatonville's claim to historic preservation consideration. At this time, Susan Kidd was the director for the Southern Region of the National Trust for Historic Preservation. She understood what I was calling her about and embraced the gravity of our situation, and she referred us to Professor Roy Hunt, a preservation law scholar at the University of Florida. Locally, Dr. George C. Grant, director of libraries at Rollins College, a prestigious private liberal arts institution located in Winter Park, about a 10-minute drive from Eatonville, had received instructions from the college's president, Dr. Thad Seymour, to offer every support to our cause. Dr. Seymour's endorsement was significant because of his respected position in the Central Florida community. And the city of Maitland continued to stand in the breach. During its first council meeting in 1988, the city council passed and approved resolution number one, 88 a resolution of the City of Maitland, Florida requesting the Orange County Board of Commissioners to reconsider its recent action of approving a proposed five-lane road widening project on Lake Avenue, Kennedy Boulevard, County Road 438A. Whereas the City Councils of both the City of Maitland and the City of Eatonville have frequently expressed their desire to have the Orange County Board of County Commissioners reconsider the issue, of widening Lake Avenue, Kennedy Boulevard, east of I-4, and whereas the city of Maitland has recognized and accepted the need to widen Lake Avenue, Kennedy Boulevard, to five lanes west of I-4, and whereas the county's own technical studies and reports entitled Preliminary Engineering Report of Findings, September 1987, and the Kennedy Boulevard, Lake Avenue, County Road, 438 Corridor, study, April 1987, failed to show sufficient justification for the five-laning of that facility, and whereas the county's own five-year transportation impact fee assessment program, December 1985, acknowledges that there are no existing service deficiencies on the Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard road segment from I-4 East, and further that the proposed road improvement program is justified solely on the basis of new growth, and whereas the Orlando Urban Area Transportation Study Quats 2005 Plan Update also shows that the traffic volumes and the resulting service levels of a three-lane Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard facility will be sufficient into the 2005 to 2010 time frame and whereas both Eatonville and Maitland City Councils are appropriately responding to extensive pressures from neighborhoods, civic cultural, historical, and other citizen groups who strongly oppose the five laning of Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard through their respective areas. And whereas the eastern segment of the Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard facility lies exclusively in the incorporated areas of Maitland and Eatonville, and whereas the city of Maitland has consistently opposed the five laning of this facility in both its adopted comprehensive development plan and through occasional correspondence And discussion with city officials now therefore be it resolved by the city council of the city of maitland florida that section one the orange county board of county commissioners are officially requested to seriously consider the above findings and as a result direct their staff to schedule another public hearing to rehear this matter section two the board of county commissioners direct their staff to meet with maitland and or eatonville officials to discuss those jurisdictions, concerns, and findings, and to seek some reasonable means of resolving or reducing this conflict prior to the proposed rescheduled hearing. Section 3, this resolution shall become effective immediately upon its passage. Passed and approved by the City Council of the City of Maitland, Florida, this 11th day of January, 1988, City of Maitland, Edward K. Bachka, Mayor. All in all, it looked as if we would be getting down to brass tacks. End of episode one.
0: You've been listening to an Eatonville Saga. Executive producer, the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc. Podcast, concept, and storyteller, N.Y. Theory, Eatonville native, and the executive director of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc., P.E.C. Produced and directed by... Ken Moore, 2021 copyright by the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc. All rights reserved. Thanks for listening. If you would like to support our podcast by giving, you can give to PEC at www.give2pec.org. That's www.give2pec.org.